Dan Bongino. Aiming to stop free speech so the speaker can no longer speak is exclusively a far-left phenomenon. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm talking to moderates in the Democratic Party who are actually interested in what's going on, not blind lemmings walking off a cliff into an abyss of stupidity. Get ready to hear the truth about America. The rich did it. Yeah, the rich did it. They lent money to people who bought homes, and the people never paid the money back. Oh, wow, that sounds like a great business plan. On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Oh, Lee Moses, did we miss a uh, weekend of news here. Gosh, welcome to the Renegade Republican on Monday. Man. I might have to start doing a not even a seven day a week show. I may have to start doing like a, <laughs> like the Beatles eight days a week. I mean, it is uh, the breaking news is coming fast and furious. So uh, welcome back. Thanks to all our new listeners also for joining us. Maybe for the first time. I know uh, after filling in for Hannity on Friday on the radio, we got a lot of new people. So welcome. Good to have you here. All right. Let's get right in. No more messing around here because the uh, the news cycle. You know, I said to a, a producer at, at Fox when I was up there. Mm-hmm. You can't turn off the news for five minutes if you're in the content production business now. You can't no. because the news cycle will pass you by. I know Joe knows that because he does two of these a day. All right. Where do we start with Manafort, uh, the grand jury indictments? Uh, Paul Manafort, Trump's former campaign manager, mm-hmm. uh, turned himself in this morning at the FBI office in Washington, D.C. I think it was WFO, the Washington field office there. Um, let's break this down and give you what you need to know and uh, stop with all the shenanigans, because the Democrats, of course, are you know uh, loving every second of this. Now, why are they loving every second of this? And first, let's start with the number one, the takeaway number one. All right. The leak on Friday that. Someone was going to be arrested. Of course, we found out today it was Manafort. We didn't know on Friday who it was going to be. Manafort, again, was Trump's campaign manager. Uh, The leak by these beasts from the special counsel investigation by Bob Mueller that someone was going to be indicted. Charges were going to be issued um, on uh, on Monday or charges were issued. Someone's going to turn themselves in on Monday. Um, I, in my opinion, and I think strongly based on the facts of the circumstances that happened here uh, was strongly based on the fact that the Democrats are losing the narrative. Now, I've said to you repeatedly, if you're a regular listener to the show, you already know this. Democrats are obsessed with the narrative, the narrative, man, the narrative. They always have to control the storyline. The storyline is always going to be a focus group tested talking point bullet, whatever it is, folks. If it's tax cuts, it's going to be about, uh, you know, fair share, the rich, mm. the rich are going to be. It's never about the facts. It's about a talking point. The Democrats want to isolate everything down to a what I call Wheaties box messaging, something they can fit on a Wheaties box that benefits them. The truth and facts and the data don't matter at all. It's the narrative, as evidenced by this entire Trump Russia investigation, which it turns out even after today um, has almost nothing to do with either Trump or the Russians. I, I don't understand how a money laundering indictment has anything to do with Russians trying to overthrow the election. Now, this happened on Friday, the leak. I am absolutely convinced because the Democrats are losing the narrative. The narrative, Joe, was quickly turning towards them. Yeah. The 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 revelations, the bombshell revelations that the dossier, the Russian dossier of fake intelligence provided by Russian officials that it was paid for by the Democrats and what broke over the weekend. Like I said, I don't don't, folks, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I don't even know where to start in the breaking news over the weekend that Barack Obama's campaign organization 
the offshoot, OFA, was Obama for America. Then it turned into Organizing for America. That Obama's campaign team, OFA, was paying Fusion GPS, who paid the Russians for this bad uh, intel through, through this Christopher Steele. That broke over the weekend, too. The Democrats needed to change the story. So somebody leaked that Paul Manafort was going to be indicted and was going to turn himself in, or that someone was going to be indicted to change the story back from, oh my gosh, you're telling me the Democrats paid the Russians for bad intelligence while claiming Trump was colluding with the Russians? They needed to change the story. So point number one and takeaway number one, let's distill this down to what we need to know. This was obviously a distraction, Joe. The Democrats can never lose the narrative. Now, who advances the narrative, Joe? The media. Mm -hmm. The three musketeers are stupid every time the media, Hollywood, and academia. In this case, the media always controls the narrative in America. The mainstream media needed a story to stop talking about the devastating bombshell that the Obama administration and the Clintons paid Russian intelligence to provide bad intel on an opposition political campaign. That story was not allowed to stand. So they leaked this about Manafort and they needed an arrest. Now, there have been a lot of questions out there about the leak. Now, me is I feel this is my area of expertise. Having been a former federal agent, I've sat in front of a number um, of federal grand juries. I'm intimately familiar with how they work. There's an, uh, a lot of questions out there. I've seen a lot of coverage on cable news. The leak on Friday, was that in fact a crime? The answer is maybe. Leaking grand jury information can be a crime. There is a rule that specifically prohibits that. Now, why, Joe? Mm. Here's how a federal grand jury works. Folks, this isn't a legal show, but it's important you understand what's going on right now. Yeah. So you understand how we are venturing quickly into banana republic territory. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. We are quickly venturing into third world republic territory right now. That the Clintons are not in handcuffs. And Paul Manafort is, as of today, to me is incredible. I don't know what Manafort did or didn't do. I'm not, I don't know any specifics of the money laundering case other than what I've seen in the press. I'm just telling you that the facts I know are public about the Clintons, how they're not in handcuffs too is amazing to me. But getting back to the grand jury, you have a group of people, they're in panel, the grand jury, and there's an old expression about a grand jury from the law enforcement perspective is, sadly, I wish it weren't so, but it is, um, that you could indict a ham sandwich. Right. Now, there are two ways to get, uh, well, there's actually three, but for the purposes of this, because the third one's kind of the same as the second one. Joe, there are three ways for me to get a federal arrest warrant for you, okay? Okay. I can issue a complaint, which basically says Joe Armacost did A, B, C, D, and E. Okay. If a judge reads that, that complaint, and that complaint indicates that there is probable cause, Joe, there's a probable cause, a, a strong likelihood that is a, a, a um, you know, a standard, an evidentiary standard. Yeah. There's probable cause in that document, that complaint document that I write up as a federal agent that you then committed that crime. The judge will issue an arrest warrant. Okay. Now, there's a third way called an information, which is kind of similar. So we're going to scrap that for now because it's not a legal show. But this is why I wanted to bring this up. One of the other ways to do it is to issue is, is to have to sit in front of a grand jury. So now it's not a judge doing it. The grand jury will hear the case, will hear uh, you know the information the agent presents or other people, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. And if they believe Joe, there is the same standard, probable cause. The standard's no different. Right. But if the people, Joe civilians sitting in a grand jury, they're not judges. If they believe that in fact they, if there's probable cause that a crime was committed, they will issue a true bill, which is an indictment. Now, an indictment's very serious at the federal level, folks, because to cancel an indictment takes like an act of God. 
to cancel a complaint, to cancel out a complaint and basically say, Joe, we arrested you on this, but you've been cooperative. We're going to let this go. is really not a big deal. It happens all the time. We clear on Mm -hmm. that. So if I arrest Joe at the federal level, I'm not talking about NYPD, state and local. I'm talking about the federal level, FBI, DEA, Secret Service. If I arrest Joe on a complaint, I'm usually doing it for me, in my case, you know, half the time to get Joe to cooperate, to get the big fish and then they'll dismiss the complaint later or and plea it down to a lesser charge to dismiss an indictment is possible or to plea it down. But it's a bigger deal. It was a very big deal when I was in the Secret Service. Therefore, Joe. Not many people were indicted. Most people were arrested by complaint because you're, it's more flexible. You see where I'm going with yeah, this? Sure. Why am I bringing any of this up? The fact that Manafort was indicted says to me that they have something because I'm trying to give you fair coverage, unlike the absolute hacks in the mainstream media. Now, some will respond back and say, well, in federal law enforcement, we had a line. You could indict a ham sandwich, which is true. Why could you indict a ham sandwich? Because, Joe, here's the kicker with the grand jury. The defense has no say in the grand jury at all. None. Mm -hmm. So when I go in as a federal agent, I present my side of the story, the prosecutorial side, Mm -hmm. the investigative side, right? Right. But you have no... You have no representation at all. Mm-hmm. I can say what I mean. Seriously, I mean, you know, of yeah. course, you're not going to perjure yourself, but I can say whatever I want. I mean, I can say, you know, Joe doesn't like the color blue, and Joe's not there to go. I object. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. So the the joke about grand juries was you can indict a ham sandwich, folks. Almost nobody goes in front of a grand jury as the subject of it and doesn't get indicted. Now that's critical. It's critical you understand those two things. You say, well, you're kind of saying two different things here, Dan. You're saying they don't usually indict at the federal level unless they have something. But then you're saying, secondly, that you could basically indict anyone you want. Yes, both are true. Both are true. You can indict anyone you want because you can present a a set of facts that could be, um, candidly, folks, could be completely innocent if a defense attorney was there. But he doesn't get the chance to do that. Now, I'm bringing you both of those scenarios because I'm telling you they don't typically indict ham sandwiches, even though they can. They usually use complaints because you can get rid of them. The fact that there's an indictment says to me that there's something there. Now, you may say, what are you saying? The Trump with the, you thought you said the Trump Russia thing is BS. Folks, I will bet my life on it. The Trump Russia thing is total BS. The collusion narrative amongst Trump Russia is Total nonsense. The collusion narrative is fact with the Democrats, though, and Hillary. That's already been admitted to, that the Democrats paid for the dossier, which was taken from Russian Russian officials who fed false information to the Democrats and Clinton. So the collusion narrative is true for the Democrats and Hillary. The collusion Trump narrative is false. Now, the Manafort thing, folks, why I'm saying what you may say, oh, man, now we're all over. We're saying... You know, you're saying they have something on them, but you're saying Trump Rush is fake. But then you're saying we're venturing into third world republic uh, status. Uh, Yes, that is all true. And here's why. Let me tie this together for you. Folks, I have something on all of you. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. The fact that they have something on Manafort does not mean it's not real. It may very well be. The point is, we don't target people in this country. We target crimes. And don't you find it awfully convenient and awfully disturbing that Paul Manafort, regardless, Paul Manafort, regardless of his crimes, Joe, mm-hmm. he may or may not have committed, was never the target of an investigation until Trump became the president? Does that bother you a little bit? Uh, yeah. Again, I'm, I, I'm not arguing. I want to be crystal clear on this. 
I'm not this guy's lawyer. I've never met him. I don't know him. I am not a lobbyist. I have no idea what they did or didn't do other than what's been reported in the press. I'm telling you, they probably have something. Number one, takeaway number one. Number two, it was probably a distraction. And number three, what they had, air quotes here, only became an issue after Trump became the president, which says to me this was a political target. This was not a criminal target. Mm Mm-hmm. Did I tie that up, Joe? Yeah, you did. Okay, okay. very yeah, good. Yeah, now, we're good. Now, I, I will say one more thing on this, because this is important. Okay, number one, distraction. Number oh, oh, by, oh, by the way, a couple other takeaways on this. There are some, there's some talk out there. The leak, was it criminal? I'm sorry I didn't get to that. Yes, leak and grand jury information can be criminal if it's leaked from the grand jury, meaning one of the grand jury impa- people who are paneled, impaneled to sit in the grand jury. Now, folks, you may say, well, how else would they get the information? Ladies, guys, in my experience, I I just want to give you both sides of this. Again, this is a fact show. It's not a BS show. You want that? Listen to these liberal jerkwads who all day sit on TV, like idiots, Mm -hmm. a bunch of, you know, dancing antelopes. They're so stupid. It's, It's infuriating. The information probably leaked from one of the attorneys involved in the case. I'm not, I don't know that. I'm just saying, in my experience, remember that this was... All right. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. There's so much stuff to get out. Gosh, I got like 20 stories. So that's why I love doing this show. I'd love to be able to, 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 to tell you what's important here. Here's the kicker, and here's what was the signal to me about this uh, the, the, uh, the indictment and the leak. The arrest this morning... You see video now of of uh, of Manafort walking in at you know basically nine something o'clock on a Monday morning. This was not a flight risk arrest. In other words, Joe, a flight risk arrest. So let's say I get my indictment right, right. against Joe Armacost. Mm-hmm. I want to arrest Joe, but we think Joe's going to flee. Joe's got a million in assets in the Cayman Islands, whatever it is. It's a serious crime. I got Joe hook, line, and sinker. Right. right. Joe has no idea. That an arrest warrant's been issued because it's sealed, many of them, mm-hmm. on, a, on a Friday. Joe has no idea. What do we do? We go get him on a Saturday morning when he's sleeping. You know, Secret Service, everybody die. You know, you've seen it in the movies. Right. A lot, not all, I'll be honest with you. The overwhelming majority of arrests at the federal level, folks, this may surprise you, do not happen that way. Now, I know Joe's like, huh, what? How do they happen? Hmm. We used to call it arrest by appointment. Now, you may laugh, but folks... Federal government's a nine-to-five job like anything else. I, I This is some inside baseball. I probably shouldn't share with you, but I will anyway because I think it's important you understand this, especially in light of what's going on. The federal government's a nine-to-five job largely. Neither the U.S. Marshals who process these people, the judges, the clerks in the courthouse, or the Secret Service or FBI agents work 24 hours a day. Now, they're on call 24 hours a day. There's a difference, Joe. Sure. But they don't work 24 hours a day. They're human beings, okay? Mm-hmm. There's no midnight shift in the Secret Service, all right? Except that you're on protection. You, can, you, may, you, know, you may get called. What am I saying here? The fact that he turned himself in on Monday morning says to me that the lawyers were likely notified on Friday. The lawyers for Manafort and his, his uh, alleged co-conspirator here, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. That they were notified on Friday because there's zero flight risk here. Let's be honest. Paul Manafort, which you try, everybody knows who he is. He's not going to leave the country. It's just stupid. They probably said, listen, here's the deal, because the federal government opens at 9 o'clock on Monday morning. The fact that he walked in at 9 o'clock on Monday morning says to me that this was, in fact, a planned arrest. Now, you're like, well, what the hell does that have to do with leaking? 
Well, it also says to me, if it was a planned arrest, we'll see you on Monday morning at 9. It's someone new on Friday before 5 o'clock. There you go. So if someone new on Friday before 5 o'clock in the Manafort camp, don't jump to the conclusion that was a grand jury leak. I'm, again, I'm, I'm not saying it wasn't. It may have been, and it certainly should be investigated who leaked this information to CNN that there was going to be an arrest on Monday morning. That's a good point, Dan. Yeah, that's, that is a good point. Yeah, the way the time I, I, works I just out. don't want yeah. our audience to make, you know, make fools of themselves like the liberals right. do literally every second now on television. As they jumped here and there and jumped to conclusions. And, you know, uh, uh, Joe's got some audio of uh, Hillary will play in a minute. This is what liberals do. They play dumb all the time. But, and they're not dumb. They play dumb. And they want you. To, and, and what's insulting about it is they think you're dumb like them. We're going to talk about the facts here. I'm telling you, it may not have been a leak from a grand jury. So don't get caught up in that red herring for now. It may have, in fact, been one of the lawyers that knew on Friday. I'm just saying. Because there's all kinds of commentary on TV, and it's like, do you know that for sure? You're just guessing. And I don't have any, I speculate on TV a lot as well. But I think, Joe, it's only fair if you do that to give the alternate side as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's certainly possible there's a crime committed, but maybe not. Okay. (sighs) Gosh, that that was, I I think I summed that up. I'm really kind of upset about the whole story, folks. I I really, let me just wrap it up in a bow for you here. I think, um, you know, sadly, we're headed into third world republic status. I mean, it's just really unbelievably sad that if Paul Manafort was such a threat to the republic and was such a diehard, you know, hardened financial criminal involved in all of these very serious allegations he's been charged with. I mean, the only question you should be asking now is, OK, well, why wasn't he a criminal target before the guy he worked for, Donald Trump, won the presidency? Is that not a fair question? Mm-hmm. Folks, I, you know, I, I, I absolutely believe, oh gosh, I love this country. I love it so much because this is the one place on earth where the little guy can really win in the end, where the story, the novel ends, you know, only not all the time, but often the novel ends with the little guy winning. That novel never ends that way almost anywhere else but here. And that the fact that a system of, 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 of checks and balances, of blind justice, has led us to the fact where the little guy has the same legal protections as the president of the United States. The fact that that's collapsing in front of us and we're throwing this all out because you may or may not have Paul Manafort on a federal crime, but that he worked for Trump. Folks, to me, isn't worth it. I, 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 I absolutely believe in the expression. I, I, I'd rather a thousand guilty men go free than one innocent man be put in jail. I absolutely a thousand percent believe in that. And I think what we did is we now flipped the script. We targeted Paul Manafort, not because of the crimes he may or may not have committed, but we targeted Paul Manafort as a country because Donald Trump won the presidency. Disgraceful. Really disgraceful. All right, folks, today's uh, show brought to you by our buddies at iTarget. Thank you for all the amazing feedback on this product. You know, um, nothing puts a smile on my face quicker because the show is free for you. Um, it's not free for us. Joe has to get paid. I get paid. The production takes a lot of time. Joe puts in a lot of effort with a lot of equipment to make it sound very good. But the people that keep it free are our sponsors. And nothing makes me happier when I get emails back about a sponsor where people are like, wow. And, I, you know, I know I say that a lot, but the, this sponsor, the emails have been amazing. Folks, this is iTarget. What is iTarget? That's I, the, the letter I, not I like your eyeballs. I. iTargetPro.com is a website. iTargetPro.com. Listen, good marksmanship is a skill. 
It's like anything else, hitting a baseball, golfing. If you don't practice it, you're going to lose it. In the Secret Service, we had a line you have to account for every single round. Folks, any knucklehead can shoot, okay? It's shooting accurately that makes you the difference in, God forbid, a firefight where you're defending your life. Shooting accurately matters. Ammo is expensive. Range time is expensive. It's necessary, but it's expensive. We can't do it every month. So what are you left with? You're left with really no other good options. Now, I have a product they have, and the people who bought this last week are already be sending me back rave reviews. My wife loves this thing. I'm getting one for my dad. It is a way to improve your marksmanship once you buy the product for zero cost after that. Once you get it, it doesn't cost you a dime to do this. It's called iTarget Pro, available at iTargetPro.com. That's the letter I, iTargetPro.com. It uses a laser in place of the bullet. It will not damage your gun in any way. The laser, you can. it comes with a target. And you'll download this app and you will dry fire and it'll show you exactly where your round goes. It'll teach you trigger control, sight alignment. It's perfect. It works with a phone app. Competitive shooters dry fire 10 times more than live fire and the iTarget system will take it to the next level. This product is amazing. Go to iTargetPro.com, the letter I, TargetPro.com. Use promo code DAN, my name, D-A-N, and save 10%. I promise you will love this product. The reviews have been spectacular. Okay. Well, one more thing. I'm sorry to keep going back to this story, but this is important because it speaks to the fidelity of the republic. The Democrats now are still in a little bit of a panic. I know today we're going to have to deal with the Sheldon fraud and them celebrating Manafort being arrested. By the way, Joe, no charges I've seen allege any kind of collusion to overturn an election. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's for another day, yeah. of course. Um they're panicking a little bit, though, about Mueller being fired. Bob Mueller, who is the special counsel, who is running the special counsel. Um, they're panicking because the the <sighs> ties between Mueller and Uranium One, the Uranium or the sale of our nuclear fuel to the Russians while Barack Obama was in the White House right. and Hillary Clinton was in the State Department. Mm-hmm. Mueller is knee deep in this. Mueller oversaw the investigation in, in, in a couple different facets into the Uranium One FBI investigation about bribery and scandal. And almost nothing was done except a plea four years later in conjunction with Rod Rosenstein, who is now the deputy AG and was the uh, was the uh, AUSA, the assistant U- United States attorney for uh, Mer- Mer- the district that covers Maryland. I know because I worked for him in the Baltimore field office. Mueller is conflicted till kingdom come. He is conflicted six different ways from Sunday. Again, the Democrats can't lose the narrative. It's the narrative, man. It's all about the narrative. The Democrats now are in a panic because they can't deny the fact that Mueller is knee deep in the investigation, Joe. He's running. Yeah. That, excuse me. That would be the equivalent of Joe Armacost running an investigation as a federally appointed special counsel in the Department of Justice into a Joe Armacost case. We can't have that. We we can't. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? People love that one, too. I get that old. Who is Jay Zabacus? What are you going to do? I get it old. I love it. You guys are great in the audience, the ladies. I love you to death. The fact that you tweet me this stuff puts a smile on my face every day. The Democrats are panicking about firing Mueller. Mm. They're trying to change the narrative right now because Mueller, the firing of Mueller, I think at this point is completely legitimate. Um, And even some mainstream Republicans are saying, okay, this is getting a little shady now. Why are they panicking? Because, again, they have to keep the narrative focused. So what are they doing now? I want to play a quick clip here. Joe brought me this morning. This is Hillary. I'm going to talk about Hillary and Adam Schiff, how they're desperate again to switch from one failing narrative to the next, but how none of these narratives actively 
actively incorporate the truth in their story. Play that clip of uh, Hillary. It does strike me that in the last few days, at least Fox News seems to think that's where I live in the White House. (laughs) Because they spend a disproportionate amount of their time talking about impeaching me. So, look, if they want to make a trade, I'd be more than willing. Mm. (laughs) Okay. This is beautiful. Joe sent me this morning uh, this clip, and he said, you want to use it? I said, you know, every day he sends me stuff, some yes, some no. I said, yes, because this speaks to what the Democrats do all the time. Let's walk through what happened in this investigation and how the Democrats have stepped on their own narrative repeatedly, and nobody calls them out in the media at all. The media, Hollywood, or academia. And I bring this up because Alyssa Milano, who I used to watch growing up in Who's the, Who's the Boss? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to like Alyssa Milano. I had a crush on her when I was a kid, yeah. right? She's a huge steam and lib now. She tweeted out this weekend, which I laughed at, we're going to take to the streets if they fire Mueller. So there's the Hollywood portion trying to change the narrative to making this about firing Mueller rather than, because you may say, well, what's that about the narrative? Rather than Mueller's conflicts, which everybody now knows about. You see what it, you see the trick, Joe? Yeah. So Hollywood switches the narrative. It's not now. This is not. This is intentional. It's Mueller's conflicted. Everybody knows it. Now let's switch it to it's about firing Mueller to get everybody's attention away. Hillary. Hillary sees now that the funding of the dossier is coming back on her, boomeranging in her face, and makes her look like potentially a co-conspirator here in the shuttling of Russian intel into the White House yeah. for a presidential daily brief, which happened. The president was briefed on this bogus Russian intel she paid for in her campaign. So what does Hillary do? Fox News. It's all about Fox News. Fox News. Ah, Fox News. This, and stupid Democrat lemmings. Ah, ah, go Hill. I'm with her. This is like, I mean, these are dopey lemmings. Work. These people are sad. These are sad, pathetic people. That nobody cares at all that Hillary Clinton's campaign paid the Russians for bad intel that was used to brief the president, potentially unmask and wiretap a presidential opponent. All they care about, Fox News, bad. Hillary, I'm with her. <laughs> so stupid. Such lemmings. Such dopes. It's just, it's telling that there's a schism on the Republican side of the aisle between this never Trump camp and a Trump camp. Listen, I support the president when, when, when needed, which is often and sometimes not. But I find it funny that on the Republican side, we have people who, whether they think it's principle or not, they don't believe in the president. They just they'd rather stick with other set of ideas. All right, whatever. The Democrats are lemmings. They're just lemmings right off the cliff, Joe, right off the cliff every single time. Uh, how with her? Uh, Fox News. Fox News paid for the dossier. Oh, uh, I think so. Like, where, where did you get that? Oh, wait, we just made it up because we had nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, this is like, how stupid are you people? Okay, so we got Milano, we got Hillary. Now we had Adam Schiff this weekend. Adam Schiff, who is, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, Captain Clown up in Congress. This guy and Ted Lieu. I mean, Brad Sherman, Maxine Waters. It's, uh, you know, what's the, uh, Frederica Wilson. I mean, it's embarrassing. The goofballs on the left. It is, imba- what a motley crew they have <laughs> over there. Adam Schiff comes out this weekend because he realizes now that the Dems were caught switching the story. What was the story and how did it switch? Again, at Milano, we had switch it. We got to switch it from Mueller's conflicts. We can't fire Mueller. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to make it about firing Mueller, right? Okay. Okay. Hillary, 
It's not about me and the dossier. It's about Fox News. Okay, the narrative, the narrative, the narrative, the narrative, all about the narrative. Adam Schiff realized that the Oppo research line is now not working anymore, Joe. Crap. Now, what happened? Let's walk through this quick. Because this goes to show you the pure stupidity of lemming Democrats who are walking right off the cliff with it. Not all, but the good majority of them. This is one of those times where I, I don't like Bernie Sanders, but I actually have a little bit of respect for people who support him who are calling out Hillary on this. You know what? I don't mm. agree with your socialist redistributionist, crazy, kooky economic ideas, which are hypocritical, I might add. But at least they're like, you know what? Hillary's full of crap. But that's a small portion of the Democrat Party. So the Oppo research line started out about this. Opposition research is campaigns paying for research about their opponents, yeah. which is typically not good. You don't, you know, you're not going to publicize good information. You're going to publicize bad stuff. Yeah. We saw, you know, Dan Bongino once steal a Bazooka Joe piece of gum from uh, Tommy's Deli when he was uh, seven years old. Oh my gosh, uh, I've had Oppo research done on me. We've done it on others. It's there's not, there's nothing. I can't say this enough. I've said this from the start. I will say it now. We've been completely consistent on this from the start. No one will find anything on my podcast saying otherwise. There is nothing wrong with opposition research. I'm not talking about the morals or ethics. I'm talking about legally. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, everywhere. We clear on this, just so we're clear, because I don't want any liberals calling me about Oppo. I had a Twitter back and forth with that that, uh, that fool Ted Lieu, that congressman who like wants to impeach uh, Trump because he just made up charges mm-hmm. this weekend about this. The Democrats, though, Adam Schiff and others and Ted Lieu were the ones who made a big deal about the Donald Trump Jr. Joe meeting with the Russian lawyer... Because the Russian lawyer at some point told someone who told Trump Jr. they had some information about Hillary of interest. The Democrats then made a big deal. You remember this, Joe? I sure do. Oh, my gosh. Opposition research from a Russian lawyer and Trump Jr. took the meeting. Oh, my gosh. Keep in mind, nobody has shown an inkling of evidence that actual opposition research changed hands. As a matter of fact, Donald Trump Jr. could not have been clear on this. He released all the emails. They weren't flattering, but he released them. Mm -hmm. By the way, where are Hillary's 30,000 missing emails? Oh, I don't know. But again, Democrats, the shiny red ball. Let's not, you know, standards here. Let's not actually, uh, you know, instill a set of standards that we all have to apply by. Let's just change the standards for each party. So Hillary can delete her emails. But Don Trump Jr. releases all the emails on it. There's no evidence at all. Any opposition research actually changes hands and Democrats made us think about it saying, oh my gosh, opposition research with the Russians saying they had, this is horrifying. Well, then what happened? Well, what happened, Joe, is it was uncovered that, of course, the Hillary campaign, the DNC, and now breaking this weekend, unbelievably, by the way, Barack Obama's campaign organization Paid Fusion GPS, hundreds of thousands in case in, in Hillary's case, millions of dollars to go and pay for opposition research that wound up and money wound up in the hands of actual right. Well, wound up in the hands of Christopher Steele, who then went to actual Russians and solicited fake information. He got fake information from the Russians. Then all of a sudden, Joe, what happened? It was no longer about opposition research. I have a tweet. Look on my Twitter feed if you think I'm making this up from this wacko Ted Lieu, this congressman. He tweeted me this weekend, what part of opposition research don't you understand? I don't understand the part you made a big deal about a month ago when it was Don Trump Jr. Boom. Or a couple months ago. That's the part I don't understand. I never, I've been consistent on this, you dope. I have said from the start, this is not about opposition research. What is it about? 
It's about opposition research the Democrats paid for, making it onto the president of the United States desk, which was used to then make decisions about wiretapping his political enemies and Donald Trump. That doesn't matter to you? Wow. It's not about opposition research. So now it's about what happened to it. It made it into a presidential daily brief, liberal knuckleheads. What part of that don't you understand? That was then used to make decisions. So now what happened this week? And folks, I know this is a lot of info, but it's my job in 45 minutes to distill all of this, the, the, this endless black hole of liberal garbage in the media down to some easily digestible bits you can go argue with your liberal friends on. That's the sole purpose of this show, for you to take the fight to the public. Now they're realizing, Joe, that the opposition research line is not working either. Mm-hmm. Because they changed their story. Oppo bad when Donald Trump had it. Donald Trump Jr., excuse me. But he didn't have it. That's the catch. Oppo's now no problem because Hillary paid for it. So now they're like, gosh, what do we do now? How do we switch the narrative? Minerative. Minerative. Adam Schiff this weekend in, again, a stroke of, of Democrat strategic genius. And by genius, I mean manipulation, lying, and deceit. He says this weekend... It's not about the dossier and the oppo. It's that some things in the oppo may have been true. So now it's not about oppo, Joe. What? Now it's about oppo research that portions of it may have been true. Now, why did he say that? Mm. Because, folks, again, they're losing the narrative. The narrative that opposition research is bad had to turn into a narrative about opposition research being good now they're getting caught in that so now they're trying to refocus it not on the term opposition research because that that argument's lost you follow me joe that's gone they lost it they've taken two separate positions now they're trying to refocus back on the dossier which folks I want to take the back of my head with the little hair I, sh- I shave my head pretty close, the little hair I have left, and bash it through my desk because I'm like, wait, now we're at the beginning again trying to say that the dossier, portions of, portions of it are true despite the fact that this thing has been debunked 55 different ways from Sunday. Right. You understand how desperate, how lying, how manipulative the snakes, the disgusting snakes these people are like Shift. This guy absolutely is a filth bag. He is pure filth. Filth. He's now back to insisting that this discredited, multiple times debunked, fake crap dossier about Trump's sexual proclivities overseas, which has been debunked by Democrats, Republicans, Independents, Martians, Jupiterians, although I know they're not called Jupiterians based on an email a guy sent me. It has been debunked everywhere. Now they are desperate to, because they have not, you understand they have nothing else. They're now back to relying on the same lie they started with. The dossier, look how bad Trump is, this information. Now, these people are slime balls the dossier folks here's what they'll do now they'll refocus on the dossier to get people to read about trump's bizarre sexual habits overseas which is fake this is false nobody thinks this is true but adam shift and their kooky band of democrats knowing that there's probably one portion of it's true of it's true now, you may say, well, that's bad. Folks, here's the catch. We don't know what portion of it's true. Mm. What if it says in the dossier, which you can read, you know, uh, 
Donald Trump's confirmation name was Mark or something. Oh, okay. And then after that, it goes, by the way, um, he traveled to Mars when he was six. Um, he really has seven fingers on his left hand. His hair is really not real. It's a wig. So let me get this straight. We're now supposed to, again, take the dossier seriously, according to Adam Schiff, because it started off with his correct confirmation name. I don't even know what his confirmation name is. I don't even know if he's been confirmed. I don't think he's Catholic. Folks, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Imagine if the shoes were reversed. The Republican Party paid the Russians for bogus information on Barack Obama that was used to wiretap Barack Obama's associates before he got in office. Imagine if that happened. The information's been completely discredited. It's totally fake. The, the, and now all of a sudden, they turn around and they go, well, portions of it are true. Well, what portion? The beginning. His middle name is Hussein. That's the, other, than that, other than that, it's all false. Barack Obama was born on Mars. You know, Barack Obama has a, has a unique gene code with alien DNA in it. You'd be like, wait, wait, are we serious? The media would be openly mocking and laughing at the Republican Party. Joe, am I crazy here? No, you're not, Dan. If the Republican Party released a dossier about Barack Obama's sexual habits that was discredited by every single credible analyst in the community, and yet one single sliver of it was true, they would be the laughing stock of politics. But because they're Democrats, it's a protected class. The media doesn't care at all, and they ate up this Adam Schiff narrative this weekend. Well, now it's not about Apple research anymore because we already lost that narrative. Now it's about portions of the dossier true, which are going to make people, Joe, go read it again and go, oh, my gosh, this is what's alleged Trump. It's not alleged. It's fake. Gosh, how stupid do you have to be to buy this? These people are unbelievable. Unbelievable. Shameless sleaze filth. Filth. Human filth disgusting what they've done to people all right today's show also brought to you by buddies at brick house nutrition this guy's been with us from the beginning i took a heavy dose of foundation this morning on my humble opinion if you're interested in performance in the gym right but looking better too you know listen some people don't care i mean i'm married i'll be honest with you if i look good great um but i'm trying to look good for my my wife i'm not out there in the dating scene like gosh do i have a six-pack of abs anymore you know i mean i don't like i love my wife and we have a great relationship and i like to look good but you get my point you know some people it's more performance some people it's more looking good but some people it's both that's why i love this product foundation i've been taking this for gosh about two years now yeah about two years uh was the original product brickhouse nutrition put out there the feedback on it is absolutely tremendous and the reason is uh, listen i'm going to back it up for you all i ask is that you take what i call the mirror test on this product now the product's a creatine atp blend it will allow you to perform at a at a higher rate of activity in the gym because of the way it fuels your body Creatine acts as a, as, as a store of phosphate. It's a kind of complicated. I, I, I explain it to you, but I don't want to bore you to death. I'm familiar with the process. But it gives you basically an extra gas tank in the gym. And it, the research on it's tremendous. I mean, just Google, does creatine work? Now, what these guys did to separate themselves from regular creatine is they added ATP to it, which is, makes it even more incredible. It's a tremendous product. Log your reps, log your sets. Go back a week later, you'll see you're performing better in the gym. But I ask you to take the mirror test. Look at yourself before you take the product. Give it about seven days to load and watch what happens. 
I'm telling you, you're going to look like a different person. Your muscles are going to pop. You're going to look fantastic. I got a guy who sent me the best email ever. I sent it to Miles. He's like, listen, my wife was like, whatever you're taking, do not get off that stuff. Folks, it's really, <laughs> really, really. Joe's tried it. Little Joe's tried Joe it. Joe loves it. Joe's son. And he's like a monster. Now, mm. when I met the kid, he was like 80 pounds with 70 pounds of sand on his back. <laughs> now he's like a gorilla. The kid looks amazing. He takes it. I, I wouldn't invoke Joe's son's name in vain. I just know because <laughs> Joe tells me. It's really, really good stuff. My nephew loves it. He wanted to drive up here from Fort Lauderdale to get an extra bottle. Give it a try. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. That's BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go pick up a bottle of foundation today. You will not regret it. You'll never get off the stuff. It's terrific. I took a big dose before the show. That's why I'm so geeked up today. <laughs> all right. I had like 25 stories to talk about today. I'm, I'm clearly not going to get to all of them, but let me give you some good news, okay? Let me that, do that because I have... There's actually four here I wanted to get to, but one's really important because I know on the show a lot, uh, me being a conservative, that sometimes we tend to be very skeptical of what happens in government, how government's ruining the economy, which they are ruining healthcare. We get all that, right? Um, But there's some good news on the horizon. And I read an article this weekend. Uh, I'm going to tie it in. It was an article about qubits, not Qbert, like the old video game, qubits, which are basically quantum bits. Hmm. It's the... It's the use of, of, of quantum theory um, to expand the horizons of computing. Let me put, so put that on the shelf for yeah. a minute, which would make computing incredible. Put that on the shelf okay. for a minute. And I want to start with this on a different note here because it's important. We just had two consecutive quarters of 3% GDP growth, folks, which is good. Not excellent, but very good. The Democrats just got done telling us after eight years of Obama, Joe knows this because we talk about it on the show. We put articles in the show notes. And I will put this article about qubits, by the way, and the economic growth in the show notes today at Bongino.com. Please subscribe to my email list and I'll send them right to you. And you don't have to worry about going to the website if you don't want to. Send them right to your box, your email box. Two consecutive quarters of 3% growth. The Democrats just got done telling us that that was not possible, that the new normal that secular stagnation had set in, that the new normal was going to be 2% or less growth forever. Trump gets into office, and we have had six months now of 3% growth. Uh, folks, I'm not making any of this up. Just Google, please, if you don't believe me, secular stagnation. You will see a bunch of Democrats and Democrat-leading economists telling you that 3% growth is not possible and that we are stagnating. Secular, meaning the reasons are kind of difficult to understand, all the things of, uh, uh, that have been invented, have been invented. It's, a, it's an overly flowery economic term for this is just the way it is now, okay? Mm. I, I've told you on the show for two years that that's garbage, that, that is the, the idea of secular stagnation is a Democrat fairy tale, and I can prove it to you. Now, we've now had two consecutive quarters of 3% growth. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to attribute all of it to Trump. I think he's deregulatory. He's cut $560 million in regulations. I think that's helped. I think the talk of tax cuts is going to help Mm -hmm. significantly. But it's these corporate tax cuts that are going to make a big difference. These corporate tax cuts, this is where I, I want to just point out quickly some Democrat hypocrisy right here. Trump is talking about lowering the business tax from 35% to 20%. We've covered this on the show multiple times. But I took some screenshots this morning from an article in the Daily Signal by Emily Miller, which is very, very good. I'll put it in the show notes again, and I'll, I'll email it to you if you're on my list, talking about the president proposing corporate tax cuts. Now, here is um, the president. I said that very cryptically there. Maybe you'll get the joke in a minute. Talking about a corporate tax cut, putting the United States in line with major uh, competitor countries and encouraging greater investment here at home, talking about the corporate tax cut. 
What president was that? Hmm. Barack Obama. So Barack Obama talking about the effectiveness of a corporate tax cut, saying it would put the United States in line with major competitor countries and encourage greater investment here at home. Barack Obama said that. It's in the piece. Oh. Show it to your liberal friends. You tried the, to trick I, us. I, I, I you, John, you tricky trickster, Dan Bargino. It's so, it, Joe, it's just so easy. This is not hard. These people go on the record and contradict themselves. Right. I'm not done. Chuck Schumer on corporate tax cuts. The cut in the corporate rate would hardly help the everyday American worker. This is trickle down. Our Republican colleagues don't really talk about trickle down because they know most of her, most of America doesn't believe in it. Okay, so he's attacking the corporate tax cut, right? Mm-hmm. It's trickle down. It would hardly help the American worker. Okay, according to Emily Miller. Just last year, Schumer on corporate taxes. Man, I'm game to do it because I think it's really important to American competitiveness. <laughs> okay, Chuck, you got it. Well, who do we believe, Chuck last year or Chuck now? Who is it? Either it sucks or it's great. This is, a, by the way, as I always say about Clinton, for you regular listeners, same guy, same guy. Same guy. Bill Clinton on a golf course when a guy hit a bad shot and a good shot, he'd go, same guy, same guy. Meaning, come on, you can do it. Same guy. It's the same guy. I'm not done. Another quote. Please read the piece yourself. You think I'm making any of this up? Nancy Pelosi on the corporate tax cut. Deceptively, they're misle- the Republicans are deceptive, misleading us, saying, saying to the American people that cutting the taxes of corporate America is going to produce such growth, that it will eliminate the increase in the debt. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Here's Nancy Pelosi in a press release in 2016. <laughs> this, is like, this is like the clown hour. It is long past time for tax reform that would lower the corporate rate. Folks. <laughs> this what is the, the hell? Say, same guy, same same gal, same gal. This these are the same people. Please read this piece, print it and highlight it for all your liberal friends. Go which way? Which one? Which one about the Trump corporate tax cut is true? Pelosi last year, Schumer last year, Barack Obama last year, or the Democrats now? Which I'm asking you, which one is true? No, no, the one now is true. That's what they'll tell you. Why? Why? And what does this have to do with qubits? Folks, we are on the verge, if this corporate tax rate is cut, and this is the good news, of explosive growth in the economy. I am not kidding when I tell you over the course of a couple decades, we are talking about trillions of dollars pouring back into our economy. Non-residential investment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover this more tomorrow in more detail. It's exploding. I mean, we're not talking about housing here. We're talking about business investment, AI, quantum computing. Self-diagnosing medical devices on your iPhone. We are on the verge of an unbelievably prosperous tomorrow. And this article I read, which I'll put in the show notes in the Wall Street Journal. I don't know if it's subscriber. I'm sorry, but it's a really unbelievable piece about qubits. Shows you, Joe, that secular stagnation, that we can't grow, everything's been invented, is a steaming pile of horse crap. We are on the verge. Now, we're in you know, big competition with China. Yeah. Of a quantum-based computer, Joe, that will blow the door open on just about every facet of your life. Modern encryption. Gene repair. These are my notes. This isn't in the piece. These are just the things I think quantum computing are going to just explode. Gene repair. Medical diagnosis. Gene coding. Language translation. Vector analysis for rockets to be able to process information instantaneously. The computers can't now navigation, GPS. If you could do this, because remember, quantum computing, and I'll explain more tomorrow. This is going to be a really, really good segment tomorrow. Quantum computing is thousands, 
geometrically faster than even the fastest computers today. Imagine having the power to do that in every household in America in 20 or 30 years. Folks, you are talking about the ability to do things human beings have never, ever imagined before. We are on the verge of something very special. And I think the stupid Democrat theories about, oh, everything's been invented, corporate tax cuts so bad. I'm telling you right now, if this corporate tax cuts goes through, that this is where I'm going to tie this up for you. We are going to see explosions in artificial intelligence, quantum computing. And the reason the Democrats are running scared right now over this tax code and openly, openly refuting their own prior statements on the corporate tax cut is because they know the economy is going to absolutely blow up in a good way. And Donald Trump is going to get the credit. And they are looking at another potentially of eight to 10 to 20 years out of any significant power base. I'm telling you, mark my words. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I appreciate it. Please go to Bongino.com. Subscribe to my email list there. And I will email you these articles. That Emily Miller one is priceless, by the way. Make sure you go check that out at the Daily Signal. I'll put it in the show notes today. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.